0: Well, she was back today, the one and the only, Gold Digger Elizabeth. I can't believe how many people were mad at her. I thought, I don't know. Maybe you thought I, maybe women would be on her side?
1: The, the guys are the bad guys here. That's true. How are we
0: get letting them get away? You've got to listen to it on the podcast Fair to see. Uh, we also had a round of the feud where Wood finally didn't contest the results. Oh, because, that's probably a good question. Because he won. Also, a trash flash
1: sent in by a listener had us uh, looking for Pokemon.
0: Right, it's all coming up on the podcast right now. you Wood. All right, if you have never heard her before on the show, there's someone who we call her a friend of the show because she is. And, uh, boy, we've been talking to her for years. And people text in. I was wrong. Uh, we talked to her around the 4th of July. Okay, we did. I didn't, didn't know Remember she that. had that house party? Oh, that's right. And she like woke up party. on a boat somewhere? Yeah. Uh, anyway, she's a self-professed gold digger. Mm-hmm. And we haven't talked. Well, okay, so it's been four months since we talked to her. It's been a while. And she reached out and wanted to talk to you. And so uh, buckle up, everybody. She's sitting on hold right now. Gold digger Elizabeth, it is great to hear from you again.
2: Oh my gosh, it's so good to talk to you guys. So I've got a new job that I cannot wait to tell you about. Wow!
0: Um, you got a job? That's, I got a job. We could end this call right now and it'll be the most shocking thing that happened this week. That's a wild one. Right? Now we can't call you well, Gold Digger Elizabeth anymore.
2: <laughs> well, I... Okay, so you know that I'm like not a big fan of working and I really just like other people to take care of me and my expenses and my bills and all that. So I've just been kind of like putting some feelers out there, just random, I don't know, random job opportunities. And I was hired by a private investigator to flirt with married men to see if they will cheat on their wives
0: i've heard about these night talk about a job matching your skill set
2: (laughs) (laughs) good grief let me just tell you this is this is making me so much money well hold on a second yeah wait hold back back it up here
0: first of all you're dropping this on this so what i've heard of these like uh what do they call them
2: well i don't know if you've heard the term but it's called like a honey trap
0: honey trap that's the word i was looking for i've heard of these before. mother of god Okay. So you are a temptress who try and tempt tries <laughs> <laughs> who tries to tempt men away from their their wives, right?
2: Yeah, so the wives, obviously there's like some turmoil in the marriage and the wives contact the gentleman that I work for to see if their husband will remain faithful or if he will flirt or stray or
0: Wow. How do you how do you do this? Like, what do you, you meet them at a bar? What do you do? do you,
2: no, it's like all online. I do it all online. I don't even have to leave my house. It is fantastic. I am in my jammies, hanging out on the couch, making money, and I, you know, I'm actually catching some really shady men.
0: Okay, so you're actually doing a you're actually putting a very unique skill set to positive use. Now we can't hate on that well, one.
2: Okay, well. Okay. okay yes. I should have known. How however I knew better. Uh, yeah. that's, that's why you weren't
0: celebrating. Okay.
2: Sometimes I ask I ask the men for a little bit extra. Well, how do you get you get so you get more money out of them? Yes. That's what I do. Whenever I, I don't want to work. Okay. So <laughs> what I do
0: You literally found a you literally turned a service into your own service gold-digging extravaganza. Well, what? it is the oldest profession in the world. What? <laughs> well, hold on a second. Wood, hold on. Elizabeth, can you hold on? We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and hear what it is you're doing, okay? Just give us one second. got to get ready for this. Kelly and Wood. If you're new to the show, you maybe don't know who Gold Digger Elizabeth is, but we do have her on the line right now, and she's okay. I should say this. She's okay with us calling her Gold Digger Elizabeth, and if you're familiar with her past, you know why she's earned that moniker. Yeah, she loves, really, finding money out of gentlemen. Right, and she's found the perfect thing. She's acting as a honey trap now, but somehow she's turned it into a way to make extra money. So, all right, Gold Digger Elizabeth. First of all, how do you catch these guys cheating, or how do you tempt them to cheat on their wives?
2: I mean, have you seen me? I've been in the studio.
0: <laughs> yes, we did see you. As a matter of fact,
2: <laughs> I knew that answer was coming. No. So, I mean, it's pretty simple. And then I've always told you guys, I'm piece of arm candy. When is
0: when is it like considered quote unquote case closed? Like you set up a meeting, they agree to it, boom. You turn in you turn it into your supervisor and say, got another one.
2: Okay. Well, so. Basically, yeah, that's when they decide to leave their wives. Okay. So, there's this man right now that I I had convinced him to leave his wife. Like she just nags, she's overbearing, she, you know, checks his location all the time, wants to know exactly what he's doing, when he's doing it. She complains about all the money he spends. So, I just told him like, "Look, you can you can be with me and we can we can be together and and you know, I convince him to buy me things, and but I have no intention of like being with him. Have you seen I him just,
0: face to? face? Was he mailing this stuff to you? How are you getting it?
2: Oh no, no, no! I'm not meeting them. We're doing like this all via FaceTime, chatting online, chatting on the phone. Um, but no, I don't meet them. I don't want them to know where I live. They just send me gifts. So they are send you? Me money.
0: Are you supposed to be turning them in for cheating on their wives? But you're not doing it until you get. Whatever goods and one hundred percent,
2: yes, one hundred percent. I am not until I get something from it. I'm not turning them in.
0: She did it. Wood. Yikes. She did it. She found the perfect scenario for herself.
1: Now, how many men have you done this to? Okay,
2: well, the guy that I'm like quote unquote with right now, he's a fourth or fifth guy that I've done this to. How long have you been
0: working at this place?
2: Mm, not long. A couple months, maybe?
1: How much money are you making from these gentlemen? Because obviously you're getting paid a, a salary or I guess some sort of fee. How much, though, are you making from the gentlemen? When you say they're giving you stuff, are we talking 100 bucks? You know, no, 250 I mean, what?
2: Okay, guys, you know me, right? So, like, I need designer things. We need some new shoes. We need some new bags. Sometimes they get things to me and they deliver it, you know, straight from Amazon um, and at a pickup location that I that I go to. And sometimes they just Venmo me money.
0: Do you ever, like, get what you want from them and then turn them in for, for cheating? Mm,
2: I mean, I do turn them in, but depending on how much they give me, I may make it worse than it actually is.
0: Well there's a reason why we now go 6-7 months without talking to gold digger Elizabeth. But can I
1: d- allow me to defend her? Okay. These gentlemen are doing it willingly. You're right. They're stepping out on their wives. If they're going to be dodos,
0: why not? And and gold digger Elizabeth, you have a knack for for spotting weak men.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's so easy, especially when like you know the, the private investigator finds these men, you know these wives who are worried about their marriage and it falling apart, and the husband they're sick and tired of not being appreciated and loved on and it's its it sucks, and it's a great way for me to swoop in.
1: Give me a dollar number. What was the most money you took from one of these guys?
2: well, one. Okay, so here's the thing. Close to ten thousand (laughs) dollars. Holy crap, Gold Digger!
0: I gotta, I gotta jump in here because I feel like you're in some dangerous waters here. Is it? Yeah. This has to be so illegal. Well, they're giving it to
1: it freely, you know. Isn't this like entrapment or something? But I mean, they're not breaking
0: any Black- law. Blackmail, entrapment, something. There's got to be some law being broken here. I can't believe this. I'm defending Gold Digger. Other than Elizabeth. just the law of humanity. Well, I mean, they do
1: it.
2: What's right? I mean, they just give it to me.
0: Well, God. men are so dumb. Yeah. It is our fault. And, and I'll agree with you, Wood. And I'll agree with you, Gold Digger. Elizabeth. It is our fault. Mm. If we're willing to be that stupid, uh, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I
2: mean,. I hate it for the women, but apparently they can't keep their men happy. Li-
0: oh, okay, never mind. I'm a- <laughs> I
1: was so close to being on your side the whole time. Well,
0: what started out as me thinking, wow, Gold your Elizabeth found a career, turned into this. Well, hey, people are always asking what she's up to. Now you we it. know. You got it with bolt barrels this morning. Whoo! Well, Gold Digger Elizabeth, Godspeed, and I, I pray that you're not doing anything illegal. I don't know if you are or not. We should ask Mike Bryan about this when he comes. That's no, Mike point. Bryan is no, doesn't want to be on But Gold Digger, thank you for checking in with us. As always, you know that we love you and we pray for you. Well,
2: thank you. It's good
0: to hear you guys again, and, uh, and and I'm sure we'll be hearing from you or seeing you on the news soon. Kelly and Wood. Being joined this morning by friend of the show, local stand up sensation. Jonah Maddox in the studio with us this morning. How's
3: it going, Jonah? Oh, what's up, fellas? We haven't seen you for a while, man. You know, I've been hustling and bustling out there, slinging jokes on the corner to kids. All right. Well, thank God, (laughs) right? A lot more hood than the last time you (laughs) were here, man. (laughs) For the children.
0: (laughs) Well, speaking of that, speaking of you doing good things, that's why you're in here with us this morning because you have a big comedy event happening this Saturday, right?
3: Yes, we do. And this, what, what's going on? This weekend we're doing our annual veteran benefit show at Beaver Island Brewing Company. The beneficiaries are the St. Cloud Stand Down, one of the best nonprofits here in Minnesota right now.
0: Mm. And what is? I've heard the name St. Cloud Stand Down a uh, ten million times. What exactly do they do?
3: So they're not just a nonprofit. They actually have a physical building here in town where veterans can go pick up clothes, food, um, get haircuts, all kinds of services, all for free. But uh, So they're a nonprofit that's doing all that stuff, and they've been around since 1998 right here in town. Wow. And they're helping thousands of veterans.
0: And the reason why this is near and dear to your heart, if I guess if people don't know – You are
3: a veteran. I am a disabled veteran myself. Yep. Disabled, uh, depending on who you ask. Right. Yeah. My girlfriend says highly disabled. Mm. (laughs) How long did you serve? Uh, Just over 10 years as a medic in the Army. Oh, you were a medic? Yep. I don't know if I knew that or not. Yeah, I wear the combat medic hat all the time. You can't just pick this up on Amazon. I, was Amazon. <laughs> no. I just thought that was style. I was like, that's a cool no, hat. I actually picked it up on Amazon. Hey, you not okay. one of those. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> if
1: that's
0: all it
3: takes. <laughs> now,
1: May I ask a question here? Is it okay to ask people like what they've did? Like well, not what they did. Like when you ask someone about like, their service record and things like that? Like I know that's a touchy deal for some people. What is like the best way from a veteran yourself? To Are you saying if
0: someone's people, disabled, like ask no, 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 what no. Happened? like just
1: ask like people like how like, what they did in the service, like to ask like when they how they served? I know there's, that can be a touchy situation for some folks.
3: I, I think if they're touchy, we call we call those Nancys. Uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, depending on how you ask, right? The questions I always say to stay away from is never ask a veteran if they've ever killed anyone, right? Yeah. Right? Because the answer is probably going to be yes. You. Is the word that follows. <laughs> so just, uh, But I mean, honestly, if you respectfully are just like, hey, what did you do in the service? Nine times out of ten, we're going to want to tell you because we think there's a huge disconnect between yeah. what we actually do and what you guys see in commercials. Yeah. <laughs> like from, from non-military
0: guys like me and Wood, we have to tread lightly, right? Because we don't get a whole lot of respect.
3: Well, I mean, you guys, you tread lightly. No, no, you're good. Okay. It depends. So what does a combat medic do? Other than buy hats on Amazon. Yeah. (laughs) This hat, actually, I got to give a shout out to my buddy Cody. uh, One of the infantrymen I was deployed with now does leather work and made me this hat. Oh, sweet. He's actually going to have an item in this weekend show for raffle with the proceeds from the raffle going towards the nonprofit as well. Awesome. Um, But so back home, my day to day basis was. 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. sick call. So if we had any soldiers that were feeling ill, needed us to check their drippy tubes, uh, we would play doctor's office, basically, then go on a seven-mile run and then act like medics and run I, around in the hills all day. Sounds like our day. I have,
0: <laughs> a, I have a dumb question.
3: Did you go to medical school then? Like, Not, are you a doctor? I am a doctor in third-world countries. Okay. <laughs> there you go. All right. That's what they called me. No, enough. Um, here, the equivalent was uh, EMT training on okay. the basis, and then more advanced uh, field surgical type stuff. Okay. So, I'm but I'm not that smart. I promise you. No one said I was a good medic.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, then we won't ask any more questions. All right. The event this
3: weekend. What do people need to know about it? People need to know that it's only fifteen dollars. I mean, group tickets you could get as cheap as twelve dollars. Find something more entertaining in town for twelve dollars a ticket. I'll call you a liar. So, that's one. Two, all the profits are going towards uh, the St. Cloud stand down so they can continue their mission and help more veterans right here in town. Uh, three, all the performers are military veterans themselves. All so, right. uh confirmed myself. And four, I'm headlining. So, I'll be you, the big buddy. act. The big time. I'll be telling the jokes. I'll be hurting feelings of all the other branches. It will be a good time for a good cause. All right. Now, of course, tomorrow,
1: Veterans Day, so a uh, fantastic reason to get on out this Saturday. Give back to those that give
3: us the way of life that we have here. 100%.
0: Jonah Maddox, we always love having you come in, my friend.
3: Thank you. Can I give a shout-out to our sponsors real quick? Sure. 100. Thank you to State Farm for Dustin Upgreen, MC's Dugout, Busy Baby Matt, Snap Fitness, Andy's Hometown Tavern, and Forever Young, Two for both of our uh, upcoming benefit shows, making this happen. And if people want tickets, where do they go? Tickets can be bought on our website at www.sillybeavercomedy.com. Perfect. We'll see you Saturday, Jonah. Thank you, sirs. Gotta catch them all. Making you feel better
1: about Five. yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood.
0: All right, Wood'll now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We will give it a trashy score and we're going to put it up on that trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to
1: Florida. No, Indiana.
0: Hoosier trash. What's a
1: Hoosier, anyways? That's where we have authorities in Roachdale getting called.
0: Roachdale sounds like maybe the worst name for a city of all time. Roachdale?
1: I bet you it's nice. It's probably got a nice little downtown. (laughs) I'm sure. I know. Roach Motel? But we go back to Halloween. It's Halloween night when the police department was told that there's a man dressed as Pikachu pulling a trailer in a modified (laughs) lawnmower driving erratically through town. (laughs) A lawnmower? (laughs) I know what you're thinking. Classic Roachdale, am I right? <laughs> well, authorities said, if you're not, we're on the case. And when authorities did locate the mower, they attempted a traffic stop. But this Pikachu wasn't very friendly and that's because he gave the cop the bird Oh! and continued on his way. Well, again, remember, this is Halloween night. Yeah. Trick or treat and kids are out and about. So police decided, hey, you know what? We're not going to pursue this.
0: Come on. Couldn't they just like walked next to him? Well, they could well
1: it was a modified lawnmower. This thing could scoot.
0: It was a hot rod. At
1: one point in time, Pikachu even tried to attempt to hit the officer's vehicle. So the good news is the authorities had a pretty good idea who this was. So they called ahead, and another deputy went to the house where they believed that Pikachu was headed. And wouldn't you know it? Sure enough, scooting down the street (laughs) came Pikachu. Once Pikachu pulled the hot rod lawnmower in the (laughs) garage, the authorities pulled in the driveway, blocked him in, and arrested him. He was 19 years old, and authorities believe that the suspect was not... Under the influence of
0: drugs or alcohol at the time. Just acting a fool.
1: They did put out a statement, though. I like this. They said, uh, Pikachu acted alone, and no other Pokemon characters were involved in the incident, <laughs> but we are not opposed to catching them all.
0: <laughs> a little needling right there. There you yeah, go. Oh, nice yeah. word, guys. All right, let's give this one a score, shall we? Come on. Um, Where does it begin? Driving erratically on Halloween? Bingo. we said that. Yeah, That's a trash ball move. You're the worst of the worst if you do that. Oh, it, it, I don't doubt. care if it's a lawnmower or whatever. Mm-mm. Have some brains. There's kids out there, man. I'm going to score that high, too. I'm going to get that 250 points. Good. That's how seriously I take that issue. Uh, and then we got, how about being dressed as Pokemon? Well, it was Halloween, so that's not trash. He was mm-hmm. dressed as Pokemon. We got to let that one slide. How about throwing the bird at a cop? Trashy. That's a, I'm going anyway. to get that 200 points, Trashy, man. Mm-hmm. This one's racking up some high points very early on. And then we got, um, the, the, the police. for some reason, the police knew who he was. Mm-hmm. We always say, if the police know who you are, that's Trashy. The fact that you're known by your hot rod lawnmower, <laughs> I don't know if that's cool or trash. I don't know. I'm not scoring that because that sounds pretty sweet. Us. I will give the fact that the police knew who he was, though, 150 points. Cut his grass in three minutes. <laughs> what? Well, John? That, that wouldn't work, Wood. You can't cut grass that that fast because uh, he would miss so much this it. gentleman's probably good come on man all right and then we got uh he was arrested that's 75 mm-hmm. what am i missing here he didn't because he didn't it. put up a fight he didn't do anything mm-hmm. like
1: that wasn't yeah. under drugs or alcohol either all right but driving like an, a moron he did try to hit the cop
0: car okay the
1: text just came in
0: That's a, thank you that's another 150 points thank you for helping me do my job i appreciate that
1: and I, I can't catch them all what? do you believe that you will win that head-to-head battle
0: with a lawnmower versus an automobile? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know. We, I got to see the lawnmower because it sounds pretty sweet. It does. But I got a score for you, Wood, and I think it's fitting of this story. Come on. Today, our Pokemon dress, hot rod, lawnmower, riding gentleman earns himself a Roachdale 825 points. Trashy. Kelly and Wood.
4: We asked 100 people on which topic might a father give advice to his son.
0: Okay. Ooh. Brian Riley bringing it this morning. That's what we have up today in... The The Feud! Feud! (laughs) Now, Wood, you lost... Embarrassingly. Let I me mean,
1: <laughs> some uh, terrible. Every time you lose,
0: it's
4: it's it's yeah. always under protest. I've right? already said this. If you want to host, and I'll do the i answer question. Go ahead.
1: That's fine. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no. wouldn't oh, yeah. to put any work into yeah. it? It's built for politics. When I'm losing <laughs> I'm being screwed. I right, I can I get the question again, please. Uh which topic might a
4: father give advice to his son?
1: I think the first one that jumps to mind mm-hmm. is the one that we didn't like and I'm not looking forward to. The birds and the bees.
4: Yeah,
0: that's gonna be a tough one. Uh, women relationships. Yeah, that's all. Yeah,
4: that's the number that's
0: 1 answer. That was going to be answer. mine. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, father. I actually I think we're going to run the board on this one. You well, know, we are being, two fathers. Yeah, being dads ourselves. You know, I can't wait to start giving my son advice and just screw him up. Uh, <laughs> I would say uh finances, money advice. Mm-hmm. Would that be one? So it's number 3 on the board. I-
1: I knew it. I, had to, I literally just wrote that one down on my list. Here. All right. Come on, one uh, May I hear that question again, please?
4: <laughs> which topic? We asked 100 people. Which topic might a father give advice to his son?
1: Now, I don't. I guess that's probably going to be like finances, like buying stuff. So that would be the same thing, right? Finances, I mean, buying yep. a house.
0: Yeah. All right, probably.
1: I'm going to switch it up then. How about cars? Dang, that was
0: going to be my next
1: one.
4: Men love
0: Yo. their cars. Driving is... Uh, yes, we go. Go. We'll, driving. That. we'll mm-hmm. give it to you. It's all kind of... It's all inclusive. Right. Yeah, On that one. Boy, I'm tapped out. How many are left on here? Uh, there's seven total. Dang. So, we've <laughs> got three. We've only begun. Okay, well, what is it? There? There's the birds and the bees. There's driving. <laughs> there's finances. It's really all there is, men. How about... Money, women, and cars. Uh, <laughs> how about... uh Shoot.
4: It's going to be tough for your kids. When you, yeah. <laughs> what about, about this, three? Dad? Oh, I have no idea. Ask your mom. Yeah. All right,
0: this is probably going to be an X, but we do have to keep things moving. How about um, home improvement? Like how Ooh, to, that's actually pretty how good. How to fix drywall, things of that nature. Unclog a drain. Yeah, that's not on the list. Really? That's <sighs> not on the list. I like that answer, though. I you, like the answer, too. You better teach your sons how to do that. Keep your head up. Yeah. Right? nothing That goes back to the birds and the bees, because nothing turns a woman on more than a guy who knows how to fix things. When I unclogged that drain a couple weeks ago, uh, it was <laughs> Can I can I be can I be on the trust tree here for a moment? We're always in the trust tree with each other. The other day when Gilk plumbing and I came out to my
1: house come and installed your furnace? I had to th- tell another grown man I had to <laughs> tell another grown man that I was afraid of I was afraid of gas. And he had to help me light my fireplace again. <laughs>
0: what a proud moment for the oh, ones, I hope your wife wasn't home. No, she uh, wasn't. So, no, home, okay, home improvement isn't on there, but it's I stand by that being a good answer. Uh, what's the question again, please? We asked 100 people, which
4: topic might a father give advice to his son?
0: This one, I think, is the same thing,
1: but fighting and bullies. How to handle people like that. That's good. Throw them hands. Teach a man
0: how to squabble. Yeah, how to fight. Mm-hmm. Why am I helping you? <laughs> That's not on the list. Oh, <laughs>
2: Good. Wow. I will not be
0: able to teach my son how to fight. Okay, wow. listen, so I can teach you how to take a beating with the best of them. Huh? Teach a man how to squabble. All right. Oh, I got it. I was just thinking about that. He's going to
1: say dancing and I win. No, no, no,
0: no, no. <laughs> my son will just know how to dance. It's in our jeans. No. How about teach a man to fish? No. Give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Teach him how to fish, he'll eat forever. Teach your son how to fish. Fishing is not
4: on the list. Oh, uh, not
1: on list.
4: Uh, is there anything close though? Well, I mean, can't say. I mean, the the very last one is sports.
1: I had sports on my list. Yeah, okay. That's well, why. That's why I didn't give it to you. Yeah. I also had school.
0: School. Uh, on this list, school is not on this list. I wish you would have said that. Mm. I could have won this one. Now I, I am officially a loser. All right. Well, let's hear what. What about self care?
1: Like, you know, Grooming,
0: yeah, de- you know, deodorant. You don't want to be that stanky kid? Manscaping.
1: No, these yeah.
4: are way these are way different. These are more general. So number two was jobs, like, okay. with your job place. Mm, okay. uh, you said personal finance, children and family. Like oh, you know, yeah. when you know, hey dad, what about this? Yeah. That would make sense. Uh, <laughs> drugs and alcohol. My, <laughs> gotta, my kids, gotta give them that talk. My kids get a hard lesson yeah, in on that one. Watching dad on Saturday night.
0: Driving and sports were the last okay. two. Well, all right, I win. You did but, win, and I'm. Go- Job. I'm not even contesting. I will say I had good answers that weren't on the board. Yes, but I will, I, I will concede. There was no erroneous call. I, I'm uh, happy there was no. For the first time, for the first time in a long time, this is actually a good question. Wow, unbelievable! <laughs> See how different it is when he wins. Yeah. Here, here's a lesson to teach your son how to be a gracious loser. Yeah, when I mean, Wood's lose. not teaching that one, you no know, loser, <laughs> not me. <laughs> We're winners. Well, Wood takes it today in this round of the, the feud. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else
1: does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. And
0: because I wasn't really drinking last night, I actually remember my conversation with Dauber, and we had it about this. Because when we do the trash flash sometimes... And people are just acting a fool, right? Mm -hmm. And their blood alcohol level is like 0.14. I'm like, well, that's not... Like, yes, that's drunk, but to be just completely off the rails, it's not that bad. Okay. Well, Dobber agreed with me at the bar, and he told me this, and I find it interesting. Do you know... Okay, so... The whole blood, the whole DWI thing started in 1911. Like before 1911, it was a free for all. Katie bar the door. Right, you could just go out, get sloshed, drive home, and cross your fingers you would make it. That's not good for anybody. No, that's terrible, and that's why in 1911 they decided to start issuing DWIs. The original blood alcohol limit, though, was nearly twice what it is today. So today it's .08, right? When they started, it was anything above a .15. That's pretty tipsy though. To be behind the wheel of an automobile, that is that is tips. That's drunk.
1: Now, since you seem to be an expert on this, how did they test it back in the day? Well, that's a good question. Cause obviously they didn't have a breathalyzer right there, right? Yeah, and, I should have looked that up. Because you climbed out of the Model T. Why didn't you ask me this earlier? <laughs> like, if you can imagine just poor copy, like just <laughs> blow my face real quick. <laughs> oh
0: Yeah, that's not point one five, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are just hammered, man. Well, check I bet you know I bet they had some paper that would turn color or something. They had like a litmus paper or something. I would almost imagine. Yeah,
1: or cuz they it, didn't do blood tests back then. Would they? That'd be a pain oh, in the, rear on the probably, side Then, of the then road. You would
0: either die by the blood alcohol, or you would die by your blood being drawn in 1911. Yeah, cholera. Put a leech on you. Ah, dang it. Slice it open at the station. Yeah. Anyway, so check this out though. So what nation has the lowest Blood alcohol levels. Well, Afghanistan, uh, all those places that are you know heavy Muslim populations mm-hmm. have a have a very low blood alcohol content. Uh, but guess who has the highest? Barbados. Ooh, okay. I didn't even let you guess. Sorry about that. Yeah, Barbados has no limit. So you can. There's no limit. You can just be as drunk as you want and get behind the wheel.
1: Now, where is Barbados? Is I, that in the Caribbean?
0: Sh- yes. You don't know? I don't know. Nah, I don't know. I think it is, yeah.
1: Because when I was in the Caribbean on a family vacation, the, the people driving there, it was like Thunderdome. People didn't care. Look okay, they're drunk. People avoided, you know, don't, don't even pay attention to the stop signs or stop lights and things like that. So I don't know. Maybe that was part of the maybe problem. Maybe they were
0: hammered. That's dangerous, I don't dude. think I was in Barbados, though. It's a small island near uh, St. Lucia. Okay, so yeah, it's okay. nice down there. Yeah, so down there, it's free-for-all. Ah, that, I'm, I'm that, staying that off it. Man, I wouldn't even want to walk on the roads down there. Wait, wait, what about children and stuff, man? Right, that's what I'm saying. Look, I'm just reporting the facts. And maybe you didn't find this one interesting. No, I, I did. Good job, Dobber. When <laughs> yeah, well, other people do it for us, it turns out fantastic. Yeah, they do play have a much better record. <laughs> even Trash Flash. <laughs> either way, I found this one super interesting, so thank you, Dobber. It was great to meet all 7'12 of you <laughs> last night. The biggest gentleman I've ever met in my life, by the way.
1: please, a tall drink of water.
0: And I'll have another one for you tomorrow, but I'm going to bring it, so I don't know if it'll be this good. Hmm. But either way, I can look you in the face even if you don't like it and say sometimes <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break from 540 in the morning. Wood, we are not hunters. And we're not fast starters. No, and so we had some questions this morning about a deer that I saw just sitting out in the road, mm-hmm. kind of, that looked like the guy was gonna eat it. We talked about that. We had a lot of questions about that. Right. And a I'm, lot of help from the Dexters as well. Right. And I'm sure we talked about other stuff. I just don't remember right about now.
1: About the CMA party and how we're not doing well with no right. sleep.
0: I think we, we we blimped it across the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's the bonus track from 540 in the morning. It's right now. Kelly and Wood.
1: That's one thing I, I, I just will 100% not get on.
0: No, I, my daughter says no cap. She's 13 years old. She, yeah, right. She's a youngin'. Right. She says it. it's weird to hear my daughter use slang, too, because I don't want her to be cool. <laughs> I, I want her to be my little precious little angel. Little baby girl. And she'll be like, no cap, Dad. I'm like, hey, don't you talk gangster to me. Your mm. dad is the OG original gangster. I, mm. <laughs> That's not true. I, did, I, I grew up in North Minneapolis. We know. You know? Representing. <clears throat> anyway. But, hey, thank you to everybody who came out to the CMA party last yes. night. I, I, To me, last night was my favorite one ever, and for a couple of reasons. I didn't drink to the point where I don't remember anything. That's good. So that's nice. Because I knew we had to get up and I can't let you down. Why would you? And I just... There's this cool... I don't know. There's just this cool feeling with... Us and the listeners and everybody hanging out and laughing and joking and it just it was awesome. Like we met that dude Dauber who's what six foot fifteen? Ah, uh,
1: three hundred and twenty seven feet tall.
0: That guy is the most large gentleman I've ever met in my mind. We met Kyle who texted in a lot last night. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of just like advertisers on the show. The people from Wedding and Tuxedo Connection were out there. They stayed like the whole night. It was just it was cool last night. Sean from Fresh Skin Tattoos was there.
1: It really was. Uh, hopefully everyone had a fun time. We also did announce. Our Christmas party we that's gotta, gonna
0: be coming up. Dude, we gotta get the details dialed in on the Christmas party. It's we know it's December fifteenth. Well, you were telling everybody December 14th at first. Originally I <laughs> So that was we first, <laughs> we first we're giving people the wrong day. And then everyone last night is like, Cool, when does it start? And we're like, Uh I well, don't know what happened was <laughs> What happened is this will be going down so it will
1: be December fifteenth. It's a Thursday. At Raleigh's And what we are going to try and do is some version almost of our show at night live. And you don't need anything to get, you don't need a ticket, you don't need to win. Was, come I, out and have a good time. We're going to have prizes to give away. We're gonna. Yeah. We want you to play games like the feud with us. Like we're thinking about maybe doing like feud teams and yep. doing like a little tournament type deal.
0: I'll be doing the quick mix in between things. Uh,
1: the Honey Badgers are going to be playing. So we'll have some Heck, live yeah. music as well. Uh, Jonah Maddox, who's going to be joining us a little bit later on today, uh, offer a fantastic benefit for veterans this weekend. We're going to talk to him. He's also going. Uh, we'll have some stand-up comedians. Out right. at the event as well. Now, it's not going to be like they'll be doing stand-up acts, but they'll be there hanging out. Just a out part of us. it, hanging
0: out. And the piece de resistance. Yes. If you will. If you listening yesterday's show, you heard about the Reba McIntyre airbrush jacket. We'll probably actually play that back as our most streamed clip this morning. I think mean, you need to. Um, when we called the antique shop to see if we get the price down a little bit, somebody texted yesterday and <laughs> said, Now, this Reba McIntyre jacket is $375. I'm not coming out of pocket that much for a joke. No. But somebody somebody texted yesterday, because <laughs> so well, that's all it was for. Do you know how many people last night asked about that jacket? I had to show them the picture on my phone of that thing, and everyone was like, wow. It's if you a wild jacket. If you haven't seen it yet, it's up on our socials everywhere. You can check it out. But anyway, somebody wants to buy that jacket, mm-hmm. and then we'll raffle it off for charity at the Christmas party. Now, honest to God, do you think anybody would... Would you buy a $5 raffle ticket to win that jacket just Hell as, a, yeah. as a goof? As for fa- for 5 bucks for that sweet thing? Right. Because honestly... $375, I, man.
1: The only problem is it's a leather jacket. Because like, you couldn't wear it to like, summer festivals. Or you could just cut the sleeves off. You could wear it to like, Windstock
0: and be blacked out <laughs> 35 minutes later with heat stroke. My brother used to have a leather jacket. You could unzip the sleeves from the inside. Oh, the Andrew Dice clay line, Yeah, huh? so you went, you went from morning to evening with just a few accessories. Oh, for sure. <laughs> couldn't get any class,
1: but oh, you got there.
0: Him. But anyway, so yeah, make sure that you are just paying attention. We'll get all the details nailed down, but... But December fifteenth is what you really need to know, and you need nothing to get in. There's no cover. There's no. There's nothing.
1: Yeah, it's going to be out at Raleigh's. Come on out there, have yourself a good time. People are texting in. Jack texted in. Yes, I would buy two tickets. Two okay. raffle tickets. All right. Because if we can raise the money for a good cause, right? And I don't. Can we put the gentleman's name out there? Who said his name's Timothy? Right. And I I'm not going to put his last name out there. I do not put anyone's Timothy's business out good. there. Timothy's good. But uh, if he's willing to do it, I think we take him up on it, and yeah. I think we raise a little money for a charity at our. Uh, Kelly and Wood Christmas. Again, December 15th. We would love for you to come and hang out. Uh, if you've never been to Raleigh's before, come on out there. Have a fantastic time with us because it's going to be a ton of fun.
0: Right. And our bosses think no one's going to show up. Right. So we need your help on this mm-hmm. one. We don't normally beg, but we're begging. I
1: believe there was an under-over set of nine people. <laughs>
0: right. And that included us. <laughs> It'll be an, that'll be an intimate gathering. Yeah. But
1: no, I actually think we're going to have... I, I was surprised, Man, we packed out.
0: Raleigh's last night. Yeah.
1: There was no we actually when we first got there they're like do you think I think I, was like, I don't know should we bring out some uh, tables cuz there weren't any tables on the dance floor.
0: Right. And so we Oh, really? Yeah,
1: so we put tables on there and thankfully we did cuz otherwise I mean there was people standing for a while. Yep. Um but it was so it was so good. Mark, great idea. Raise the money for a uh a family that can't afford kids or gifts for their kids. <laughs> I may make <laughs> Thirty seven mistakes today.
0: You should have heard Wood. I, I should have saved the audio, but I cursed in it when you were trying to do the small town salute this morning. I, <laughs> I I I was like, what did you actually just say? That's not any of the words that I told you to say.
1: If this is your first time listening to the show, I am a Ferrari. My body is a finely built machine.
0: <laughs> but if things do go wrong Yeah. It they, does not run well. They go run wrong fast, and last I need mean my beauty sleep. And we kept you out too late last night. I, without, I am in bed every
1: night at eight o'clock. Now, granted, I will stay in bed and I will watch football, right? But I am in bed at least beginning my shutdown period. Right, right, yeah, D- like a Ferrari.
0: Exactly. You don't just turn the key off.
1: No, you gotta let that baby purr a little bit. You don't just jump in, hit the gas, and go get groceries. No, this is a this is a finely built Italian machine.
0: I I told like I told you I was in a good mood this morning when I was when I was leaving my house. I was like, I'm a machine, man. Like I got I literally walked through my front door four hours prior to leaving again to come back to work. Mm -hmm. And I just felt good. I was (laughs) like, here's the thing. I was like, my work ethic is insane. I guarantee you. There's like a nurse heading back (laughs) over like a second
1: double in like two days (laughs) listening to us, probably flipping the the radio radio off. off.
0: (laughs) Here's this one's for you guys. As you guys are going to go sit in a room. I know. Play music. Well, yeah, okay. You're, You're right.
1: And can I make one more final comment about the CMAs last night?
0: The floor is yours, my friend.
1: I tell you what, the hardest working thing... At the CMAs last night
0: was El King's bra. Good <laughs> dude, night. what was up with her tongue in that performance of "Great Balls of Fire"? I think she was just kind of getting a little in too the, into it. In the, maybe she had a few libations backstage. I love El King. So I think I. she is phenomenally
1: talented. I, I I I I even told my wife, I was like, uh,
0: you need to get a little trashy for me." <laughs> That's Miranda Lambert for me. I always tell my wife, like, "Look, I'm a happily married guy, but..." You know Miranda Lambert. I was surprised at how many people were like, "No, I didn't
1: like the performance of her doing Jerry Lee Lewis." I thought, I don't think she was actually playing the piano, though.
0: I was gonna play it, but I think she was, dude. I don't I, know. I was gonna play it back this morning, but it's like not on any sort of internet.
1: Not dude. that I would care at the end of the day, because a, I think Jerry Lee Lewis is awesome. I think yeah. "Great Balls of Fire" is one of the absolute party songs you can do, and it's El King. It had everything I needed. And yeah, but when I when I was on social media
0: last night, I saw a lot of people were like, "No, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like it." I can't, I can't find it on social. I can't. Oh, here we go. They probably Uh, have
1: some rules or something. That's just a photo to block it and things like that. When that
0: that piano started on fire, though, that was pretty neat. Wow, come on, man, that's classic, right? Absolutely. Uh, Well, all right. So we are going to get this show on track this morning. I swear to you, that is my solemn oath. I don't know about that. Now we will, we will. It's just a little rough. I got in later than normal today, so. But I'm a a machine. machine. I'm an absolute machine. You may be a Ferrari. I'm a pickup. I'm a table <laughs> saw. <laughs> just ripping through radio. I'm in that sweet spot right now where I've had just little enough sleep to just be hyped right mm-hmm. now. But the crash around 7:30 should be spectacular. That's not good. No, it's not. I'm just going to keep pumping in the caffeine, and we'll see what happens, my friend. I'm the other way. I'll usually just get through
1: it. You know, I, yeah. I take a long time to get ramped up when I don't right. have a lot of sleep. Like a Ferrari. But once I get going, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's right. There's no there's no shutting you down. I slingshot around. I think we'll be fine.
1: Oh, absolutely. There's people out there who actually have to work real jobs.
0: 100%. You are right on that one. Lord knows we're not them. I got a question about hunting. I know that we have a lot of hunters listening right now. I was supposed to say, thank God you ain't coming straight no, to me. No, I won't, because I already brought it up to you, and you were absolutely no help whatsoever. Even though
1: I still may be number two at that CC's Pizza on Big Buck Hunter.
0: I don't want to brag. Oh, I, was like, huh?
1: I was in the zone. <laughs> oh, my god, I was locked in like you wouldn't believe.
0: Now, I have, I've always, I think that I would enjoy hunting if I got out and actually did it. Okay. I think that I would enjoy it. So, I, But I absolutely know nothing about it. I'm driving home yesterday, and I live about 50 miles from the radio station. That's 5 50 miles. And leaving the city, I saw a deer on the back of someone, like, a, like they had a, a platform in their trailer hitch, right? And then they had a deer sitting on the back of it. Oh, so the deer was dead. Okay. <laughs> yes. Right. Well, he was grazing. Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> they had some foliage back there for him. No, yes, the deer was deceased mm-hmm. and gutted, mind you. So I could, like, look right into the chest cavity of this deer. Like, the organs were gone. Hello. Okay. Like, I, And I think you have to do that, like, in the field, don't you, when you kill it? Don't you got to, like, take the... Why am I asking you? I was about to say, I don't have to do that, in Big yeah. buck Hunter. Right. <laughs>
1: right. It just shows up in my the, little hunting
0: lodge at the end. The computer takes care of it. Yes. But, no, so the the, the deer is wide open, ribs exposed, and I have two questions. Three questions, actually, as a oh, matter of All fact. right. One. It was like 55, almost 60 degrees when I drove home yesterday, and that guy drove with me the whole way. So like, an, it takes me almost an hour to get home. So that deer was sitting at 60 degrees for an hour. Now, isn't that bad? Shouldn't that thing be refrigerated if it's just sitting there like that? Well, I what did you want to do? Bring an ice chest out? Well, no, but should it be sitting at room temp for for an hour and presumably more? I don't know. Okay. You don't know. Again, I, I don't big know. buck hunter right. over here. <laughs> But I got to talk to some... Okay, I'll talk to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but I will shut your mic off and just do a monologue now. Interesting. <laughs> Two, second question. Mm-hmm. That thing was gutted... Like I, like I said, I looked right at the ribs. I was like, oh. Now, this thing was... It was raining yesterday, too. And this thing is, like, low to the ground on the back of the car, not covered up in any way, shape, or form. And, like, just road is getting all over it. Like, inside of it. In, on the meat. Well, I'm sure they clean it before okay. they, isn't that part of the process? All right, well, the part? first piece of meat is yours then off of this thing that was just like, there's just like road blowing into it. There's pebbles and grime. <laughs> A little salt for the seasoning. <laughs> so that was my second question and no one's texting in. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That must mean no one's listening. Or maybe um, nobody knows. People know. Oh. People be knowing, man. So shouldn't it be refrigerated? shouldn't it not be on the back of a car just wide open with road blowing into it? And then third question, mm-hmm. because I saw the ribs, can you eat deer ribs? You I would eat imagine, every rib, right? Well, you could, you technically, you could eat anything. You could eat a human rib if you wanted to, but... Whoa, slow down, Dahmer. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I, but that was another question. Like I've never heard of someone, maybe you grind it up and make it into sausage or something like that. Yes, they need to be cooled off as soon as possible. Well, maybe they threw ice in there and maybe it melted. Jen, Jen just texted that in. Or maybe it, was, maybe it was frozen. Maybe he took it out of a freezer and it was trans. But why would you take it so far?
1: Uh, here's another one. You usually hang them for a day or two. At room temp? It needs to get gutted in the field. All meat is under the skin. So maybe the skin protects it.
0: Okay. But not from bacteria
1: at room temperature. Look, I don't know. Maybe that guy just likes some extra gravel in his <laughs> venison from
0: Mike.
1: All <laughs> helps digest.
0: digest.
1: The hide is protecting it from Mark.
0: Okay, so but but what I am saying you is have
1: to wash the meat. You can eat deer ribs just like pork ribs.
0: I would imagine they're dry though. Like deer meat is really dry, and I know this because my dad because when, they're fast. My dad, well, they're just lean. Yeah, they're lean, mm-hmm. and my dad would make his own deer everything, and because he would never put enough fat in it, it was all disgusting. It would just it would it would dehydrate you the first bite. <laughs> yeah, like you better put a lot of ketchup and mustard on that sausage, like man. that turkey and uh, Christmas vacation. <laughs> yeah, it <thing> pops open. <laughs> but no, I, I was really wondering that yesterday. And the funny thing is, the guy would keep passing me, and I was like, "How is dude? Pull over to a rendering plant or wherever you take that thing, and let's get that thing on ice, or stop by the gas station and throw a bag of ice in that thing." Other people say, "No, you don't eat the ribs from Jen Missy. I've never made deer ribs." I'd like to try that. I wish my dad was still alive, so I'd be like, save the ribs for me, Pops.
1: Make that. Yes, you should refrigerate it as soon as you can, but you go ahead and wash it and then take it to the butcher.
0: Because I'm guessing normally during hunting season, it's a lot colder, Mm -hmm. so you can just hang it in the shed or whatever, and it freezes, but this was like 60 degrees.
1: But you gotta remember, you know, back in the day... You didn't have all those modern technologies and yeah, things they, like that. And people were still, I mean, granted, people died at the age of 30
0: from, you know, <laughs> from eating deer meat. That cholera. Was, <laughs> that was rolled all over the interstate. So maybe I don't know. But uh, no, it
1: should be cold out when you hang it for days. So uh, we're getting corrected on that one. There.
0: Yeah. I admittedly know nothing about this, but I do have some common sense. And that's why I was asking those questions. To further my common sense, I guess. See, this is honestly God. This is why I couldn't do the hunting. Because of the, what, the all skinning the, it? And yeah,
1: all that stuff, where I'll be like, nah, you know what, I'm a bounce, <laughs> you know?
0: Well, you can always take it somewhere. I, I think that, and again, please text in. Well, like you, yeah, everyone's
1: texting says, like, you have to get the inside stuff out right away so it doesn't make everything go funky.
0: But I, I think people who go hunting like processing, like, that's part of the hunt. You know, for some people, yeah, right. Because I know,
1: like, uh, there's a couple of butcher shops in town. You drive by, there's literally like, yeah. carcasses right. <laughs> outside, <laughs> hanging so in the window. People are still doing it.
0: So yeah, so that, and, and honestly, I, I, my neighbor makes deer jerky too, and I don't know what part of the deer that is, but that's some tough stuff too.
1: Uh, now, backstrap is literally, I think, like the
0: back part, right? Yes, I think it's like, I think it's what. Oh God, we sound so dumb. It's what connects the ribs, I believe. <laughs> when I picture a back a bone when I picture a back strap I'm picturing a back strap mm-hmm. that would hold the ribs together I don't know dude I, I don't know yeah I <laughs> it's just but
1: here's like the thing this is what I do find interesting it's because I was not raised around this stuff mm-hmm. I never had an interest in it I never got involved in it and now I think I'm too late. To even remotely pretend to get now, of course, I still like firearms and things like I that. I don't
0: think you would like the cold though, because you got to get out there early and, and I, sit in the cold. I
1: have Raynaud's syndrome, you oh, know, so that would be safe. tough.
0: And your gout would probably flare up, could, and plus, I'd just be too bored. <laughs> I, I do not do well sitting, but you like you would, you would be on your phone as gear are just passing in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you guys see this video? Like, shh. <laughs> look at this video of a
1: guy shooting a deer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's a video of uh, everyone beating the crap
0: out of the one guy who wouldn't stop talking. Now, have you ever fired a gun? Oh, I have a gun. I own a gun. Rip. A single-shot twenty two rifle that my dad's friend gave me. Okay, so that's a- i I'm not defending my, you know, house with it or anything. You probably could. I better be a damn good shot with that one bullet. It's, it, only hum, it, only, it doesn't have a clip. It's a single shot bolt action. So if I miss with that, I'm dead.
1: Hold, please.
0: <laughs> Fumbling around for bullets in my pocket. <laughs> Should have locked that door. Backstrap is on the top
1: of the back, below the skin, and on top of the spine from Richard.
0: All right. We're, so learning, we're, a lot, we're learning a lot here
1: this morning, man. It's not always cold from Tasha. I wear my Crocs to the stand. Oh, that's fancy. Mm, all right. Oh, all right. yeah. She's got a heater and everything.
0: Yeah. My dad had a wood-burning stove, and his his deer stand was sweet. Mm. All right. Well, should we do some history, my friend? Come on. Thank you for indulging me this morning on Because oh. I was left with more questions than answers yesterday. Uh, this is a big day, Wood. Back in 1775, we got...
2: From the halls of Montezuma.
0: The Continental Marines were created.
1: Now, I'm trying to remember. You can, you And somebody can, again, correct us if I'm, we're wrong here. Because I don't know. Is the Marines the one you're not supposed to wish happy birthday unless you're a Marine? Or am I thinking of that wrong?
0: Possibly could be. One of my friends is a Marine. Shout out Matt Lunn. And uh, he he. it's a big deal to them. Right. So it's a huge know. day for the, the birthday of Marines. Now, I will say this. Me and Matt Lunn went to high school together. And he, he was going to be a Marine his whole life. Like, his dad was a Marine. He was going to be a Marine. Never, never a question. And he wanted me to go, too, because mm-hmm. I had no plan with my life. And I remember I read a book that he gave me called Boot Camp. And it was about Marine boot camp, and I was like, "I can't do it. I'm not tough enough, dude." You never so. would have made it. No, hell no. You would have rang that bell. I oh. watched GI Jane.
1: <laughs> is that a real thing? I think that's for uh, the SEALs. Oh, that, okay. that you, when you ring the bells, when you quit, you, you quit. But no, I. If you're right though, you're, a Marine is, and what that's the one where even when you're out, you're still a Marine. Oh, like, once once a once Marine, a marine always yeah. Marine.
0: So, but it, I, I actually got to go to uh, his graduation from Marine boot camp, mm-hmm. and that was a sight to see, my friend. And, like, oh, man, and the girl I was dating at the time, I brought her with for some reason. And she got lipstick on his, like, dress. I don't, I don't know what they call I don't. It's not. Right. What? <laughs> no, I was standing right there. <laughs> right. Hey, you were standing right there when your wife overmounted Mount kissed Pitbull, too. <laughs> no, she wasn't my wife yet. But, no, But and he got in deep trouble for that. Because disrespecting the uniform or something? Right. He went back and told him, like, his mom, you know, hugged him and got lipstick on his collar or something like that. Mm. That was some serious stuff. He was nervous all day about that. But, man, when you mean a Marine, it's just that's a a different breed, my friend.
1: Uh, And seriously, if there's any Marine listening, of course, uh, Veterans Day is tomorrow. Thank you so much for what you did. Absolutely. Again, I don't know if I'm allowed to say happy birthday. And I'll just say, just hold it to yourself.
0: Yeah. Hold it to yourself. In 1983. (laughs) You know what sound that is? That's when your computer used to start up, right? That's Windows, yeah. In 1983, we got uh, Bill Gates gave us Windows 1.0. Okay. So, before that, I don't know what the heck we were doing.
1: I, what was it, the MDOS?
0: M- MS DOS? MS yeah. DOS. Yeah. I remember
1: I used to do that. My mom was a, a typing teacher way back in the day, so we always had computers in the house. and. I, I just used it for Oregon Trail. <laughs> right. I'm like, play Oregon
0: Trail! <laughs> talking, oh, voice activated. Talking man. into the mouse. <laughs> Do it. Um, and then in 1970, the Great Wall of China opened to the world for tourism. Do you remember when David Copperfield walked through the Great Wall of China?
2: Yeah. The Great Wall of China,
3: 3,000 miles long. The only man made object <laughs> visible from the moon, built to keep armies from getting through. Well, I was determined to walk through it. God,
0: I miss a good David Copperfield special, man. That was must see TV back in the day.
1: You know, often time we look back on history and be like, boy, they were stupid, right? Mm-hmm. I look back in a time where they were like, hey, that so and so's a witch. We got to get rid of him. Right. I, to this day, I think David Copperfield's a witch. I think or a he had, warlock or whatever. I think he it has is. a
0: twin or something. He has to have a twin. How did he walk through the Great Wall of China?
1: I I have been scared to death like maybe five times in my life, and one of them was at a David Copperfield show. Like a live show. We were at a live show, and it was in Atlanta, and he cut himself in half and started walking around with his legs to his side and like holding his legs... My dad had to hold me. A seat. I tried to get up and run the hell out of that place. It scared me to my. He's a witch! It, even, like, seriously, if it would have been like 18, 18 or whatever, yeah. and they'd been like, hey, we got to stone this guy, I'd have shown up with a bag of rocks. <laughs> right. This guy's got to go.
0: <laughs> I don't trust him. I don't know what that is. Did you ever see the one where he cut himself into like 16 pieces? I, that was nuts. How? I, How? How did he make the Statue of Liberty disappear? That I thinking, that just think of. That was probably just a big green screen. And I actually think that someone once revealed that all they did was actually rotate the stage so you couldn't see it anymore. But so that was normal. kind of the thing. But how did he cut his legs off? <laughs> how did he walk through the Great
1: Wall of China? I was like 17. I turned to my dad. like, how did he do that, Dad? <laughs> Why?
0: <laughs> Your dad's like a magician never reveals a secret. Yeah. Uh, let's do some birthdays, my friend. Uh, Miranda Lambert, it's her birthday today Her performance from last night God, I love Miranda Lambert so much I gotta say she's 40 Ah, oh, you're close actually That'll be next year because this year she is 39
1: Okay, of course she's uh, headlining Winstock this year We gave away a bunch of tickets to Winstock yesterday Is
0: this my chance to finally meet her? Face to face and sure. Pro- my- and proclaim, pro- proclaim my love. Restraining orders, is nothing but a piece of paper, man. <laughs> <laughs> do what you can do. Ah, no, I'm a happily married man. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today. Grew well, up right down the block in the 80s. Growing up in the 80s it was crazy. I was a crack dealer.
1: But I felt sorry for the crackheads. I was Southern crack. And
0: then feel sorry for them because I was a crack dealer with a heart of gold. <laughs> Tracy Morgan, it's his birthday today. Who was an absolute scene stealer all the time on 30 Rock. Oh, man, he was hilarious. And, and man, he was in that tragic car accident and bounced back from it. Yeah, almost died. Yeah, he was close. He's, I'm 55. Oh, man, you're one off again. That'll be next year. He is the ripe old age of 54 uh, today. I, I time traveled or something. I'm and then, <laughs> and then finally, another comedian. Being on the college campus, too, man, bring back memories for me. Because I went to college for four years. I got about 12 credits. I don't know what I'm talking about. Sinbad. It's his birthday today. Did you tape that directly off of a VHS? Yep. <laughs> I brought in my VCR this morning just for that clip. Uh, I have no idea. Remember that movie Blank Check he was in? Yep. Where the kid, isn't that where the kid gets hit by a car and then they write him a blank check? Yeah. Yeah. He was also in Jingle All The Way. Oh, that's right. Yep. Filmed in Minnesota.
1: I literally have no idea how old Sinbad is. Fifty-nine? <laughs> Sinbad is 66. Get out.
0: Yeah, somehow that dude has just stayed around. Like, he's been a part of my life forever. Good for him, though. Absolutely. You know? And, of course, if it's your birthday today, we'd like to wish you a happy birthday as well.